Well, yeah, 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 this is Lou Lee. I hope you're not in a rush because we've got the cream of digital dentistry rock stars today on the Dentist Friends podcast. Some of us dream of a high-tech nirvana where the sublime comes to life. These three are doing it day in and day out. Doctors Aman Bular, Hardy Quetel, and Mike Tran founded the 3D Implant Institute as a way to share all the hard lessons they've had to learn along the way. You don't have to be a gadget crazy motorhead. They pick out the good, the bad, and the ugly for you during their courses. If all that sounded a little contrived, it might be because I just squeezed in six of the greatest three-man rock bands. Did you catch all their names? Listen back, and then listen forward as we talk to the 3D Implant Institute on the Dennis Friends Podcast. Today's episode of the Dennis Friends Podcast is brought to you by me at photodontist.com. We make the VPR, the only dentist-designed, dentist-manufactured device that makes photography both easy and fun for your team and staff alike. Let's face it, the SLR that you bought is collecting dust because it's too heavy, it's too clunky, and they don't like using it. Make photography fun again. You know you need photography in your office for case acceptance, for documentation, for lab communication, and just for plain old CYA. Find out what hundreds of dentists literally all over the world have already found out that the VPR is one of the best tools for photography, either day-to-day or even sometimes your portfolio cases. Visit photodontist.com, use promo code DENTISTFRIENDS10 to take 10% off for listening to the Dentist Friends podcast. Now back to our programming. Hi, this is Vu Lee. I am here at Tuxedo Studios in Los Angeles, California. We are here as part of Sprint Ray 3DX. Am I getting that acronym right? As part of 3D, yeah? Yeah, 3DX uh, Ceramic Crowd event. Yes, that's right. I'm here with the three awesome leaders of the 3D Implant Institute, Dr. Hardy Patel, Dr. Aman Bular, and Dr. Mike Turner. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for for coming, guys. Yeah. And participating. So why don't we go around to, uh, I'll, I'll just go from, from one side to the other. You guys can introduce yourselves and where you practice. We'll start with that. Sure. Uh, well, first, I am Hardy Cattell. I am in New Jersey. I've been practicing since 2006. Multiple practice owners. I uh, used to have uh, six, seven, eight practices. And uh, now I'm down to a boutique uh, sort of practice. Uh, my practice is limited to implant dentistry. Mainly, I enjoy 3D printing, a lot of digital technology, a lot of scanners. I um, love the new energy that's that's coming in the market. And it's it's constantly changing. It's keeping me on my feet. It's costing me a lot of money, but it's it's making me a better dentist. Let's put it that way. The future of dentistry is is here. I mean, it's, I just feel it's, it's changing so rapidly. And, and I believe the future generation is going to just have a, a blast of working as a dentist. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Vu. Thanks for having us here in LA. It's great to be a part of this Sprint Ray event. Um, my name is Dr. Alan Bowler. I practice in San Jose, California. I've been practicing for just under 20 years now. Mine's a bit of a unique journey. I used to practice in Vancouver, Canada. I moved down to California in 2017. So my wife is also in practice. Uh, I've got four beautiful daughters. And uh, dentistry has changed a lot in 20 years, and uh, the future is bright. My practice has been limited now to oral surgery, implants, and IV sedation, and and providing these service specialized services. It's a great time to be in dentistry. Uh, as Hardik mentioned, there's so many upcoming um, innovations that are going to make our delivery of our services better for our patients. And um, yeah, uh, it, it's 
the innovation that's happening is uh, lightning fast. And uh, we're proud to be a part of that uh, leadership group. What's up, guys? Dr. Mike Tran, I've been practicing a super long time with these guys. I can't even remember when I graduated. Oh, yeah. I graduated in 2015 and did a residency and got out in 2016 at UT Houston AGD. Do you know, I just jumped right into digital dentistry and built my own office and built a lab, a digital lab. So I always tell people I didn't know what the hell I was doing back then, but I just jumped into it and had to learn from the lab. So that's kind of where we are today. We do a lot of 3D printing, digital small designs, you know, just embracing the whole digital workflow. Mike, Mike's a baby in dentistry. And yeah. I'm, if I'm right, he's yeah. the youngest he's got, of the four of us by a good margin. Oh, yeah. He's, got, he's, a, he's a big baby. When I grow up, I'm going to be like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fast-growing baby, I'll tell you. Yeah. In skill. In skill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, he, he, he tests so much stuff out, and he calls me, I'm testing this out. You got to get it. And I get it. I'm like, dude, yeah. But, you know, he goes, no, no, no. I love it. I love it. I love it. And the next day, something else. The next day, something else. That is something else. He's, he, and what we love about Mike is also, you know, a shiny object, and he's boom, he's focused there. And then there's another shiny object there. And it, it's it's good to have leaders like this in our field. I feel because he will make the he'll take the risks and challenge things and and make the manufacturers accountable. And um, and that's what brings us to events like this because we do question the products that are coming out. And, make sure that our colleagues that are making these events and in, in investments later into their practices, maybe they're not the at the forefront or the bleeding edge, you know, which sometimes we sometimes are, um, that they can make good investments in their practices to have success because people are trying to sell us a lot of products in our field. And most dentists' cupboards are full of stuff that they thought was a good idea to purchase and someone sold them on it on a weekend. I I I couldn't agree more. I have a whole basement full of stuff that I could really get rid of and then you know sell. But as as we you know go along the the practice of dentistry and then we go from analog to to digital, yeah, uh, the stuff's gonna change and we're gonna have some redundant technology that's gonna be lying in the office. Uh, I I donate a lot of my stuff out to third third world countries, uh, so it's sick to use that. Uh, but it's always gonna it's always gonna change. Uh, you know. Uh, just like spiritual launch there, the ceramic crown, uh, a lot of the dental offices will benefit from just getting the product and start printing the same day dentistry without the expense of ceramic. Uh, I think that's a big game changer. Yeah. Yeah. It is the, as we know in other fields, in our daily lives, artificial intelligence is becoming more and more of a routine thing in our lives, in our daily lives. Yeah. And dentistry should be is no exception. Um, there's going to be some uh, learning curves and some pressure points. And uh, taking part in an event like this and giving good feedback on this advisory board really allows um, the manufacturers to, st- to, to listen to what the, the, the practitioners are needing in their, in their environment. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So as you, I don't know if you guys know, but, you know, we used to be involved with other printing manufacturers. And it's good, it's good to have competition. Honestly, it, it truly is. Because everybody's got their things, but on, we can honestly say that Sprint, Sprint Ray, and we didn't want this to be an ad, but they have the whole ecosystem. On, just on the bus right here, I was talking to Christian Brennis, and he was like, yeah, we work with other printer companies, but they don't make their resins. But then Sprint Ray has the whole workflow validated. And honestly, they're the only ones that's only a, a dental 3D printing company only. Don't even focus on anything else. So as a dentist, that's why we kind of switched gears. And, you know, there's always drama when you're doing those things. But then you're like, hey, we're going to, we're going to partner with a company that 
It's going to be able to support the dentist the best. So from going to printing, the resin manufacturing, the resin development, and then they were first ones to come out with their fully um, washed, their Procure 2. So just everything's validated. Back in the old days, I was just laughing on the way here because back in the day, we were using those nail care units. And then what did the test show? The test shows that it was pretty much like at exactly 385 nanometers. And some of the resins needed like 405, 420, 430. And then back then, I was just bitching. But my resins were breaking, but it was my fault, so I didn't do it. So now we've just developed and just grown as an industry so much that it should be easier, faster, and cheaper for everybody else, right? So that's why it's a good time to get into 3D printing. I think that the biggest time saver that that printer brings into the to the equation is is how fast you can go from a scan to the end product, right? I'm scanning, I'm signing up to to do AI design. It's in all my printer. I just got to press the button, stop printing. And voila, it's like 20, 30 minutes later, I have yeah. a finished product. Rather than before, we used to take the impression. But if you're lucky, you get out first time, uh, you know, full of goo and people choking and, and stuff all over the place. Send it to the lab and hopefully they fort it all right. Um, and there's just so many errors that you could include into that analog workflow and the time frame it would require. Um, now, if you can do the same thing in 30 minutes, you're free and, and it's costing you less and it's faster for patients. It's one one visit and it's uh, everybody wins. Everybody wins on there. Yeah. Let's think about this though. This is this is another good thing that you with Sprinter, right? They're always thinking about do we develop it? Do we buy it? I mean, I'm really happy they're partnered with 3Shape to provide the AI because now you can scan in a couple minutes. The AI software is going to uh, make the crown and I've used that before and it's going to work really well. And I'm thinking about, you know, I own ExoCAD and we pay for their yearly life fee. But as Vu tells me, sometimes we're the unicorns and we're not the mass market. We have to think about that. But the mass market now, they can buy a 3D printer and use the AI software, not even know how to do those things, delegate to the assistant. Prep, you prep and you leave and you scan, everything's done. And you come back and you press your fingers down and get everything cemented. With the artificial intelligence and this uh, frictionless workflow, is going to help out a lot of dentists, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, what we're seeing also is going to see that we work in major markets. You're in LA, Vu, right? Metro LA here in New Jersey, yeah. in Houston, I mean San Jose Bay Area, California. The the the, the staffing costs, getting team members to come in and, and finding a, a good workforce, having artificial intelligence, having these same day solutions, the cost to dentists in this inflationary period, providing these services is getting better and better. No longer do you need to make a hundred thousand dollar investment in a mill, having a lot of moving parts, the uh the, the these printing uh procedures and 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 the, and the resin as we know the quality of the resins you couldn't do this two years ago or three years ago or even six months ago right it's changing so quickly so the future is very bright for these types of services to be implemented in a small practice in a large practice without having um huge expenditures of capital you know what i like about 3d printing is you can print 10 crowns at the same time but you can only mill one at a time yeah that's really i think Nope. You know, all mills mill one crown at a time, right? Every mill, every mill regardless. They may have multiple tools, but they're only milling one thing at a time. Printers mill one layer, or printers print one layer at a time. So one crown essentially takes the same time as 12. Yeah. Correct. So if I'm doing a full arch, uh, granted, then then print it. Granted, you're using DLP or LCD technology. Now, if you're using SLA, and then now you're you're going back to single units, right? Exactly. Just want to clarify that. Yeah. Well, there's different technologies and, you know, they all have their positives and negatives. Um, I, I used to love my SLA back when, you know, formulas, I would 
you know, press the button, go home, and then come back in the morning, and the, the models were there. Reliable, never uh, fails. It, it's, oh, it's slow. It's slow. You know, but it, it works. Uh, you know, it's taken away uh, a lot of uh, uh, reliability issues that you used to have earlier printers, right? And we all know about uh, the big printers that we all have. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you, you push the button and you pray. Well, hopefully in 30 minutes when I come back, I got a print in there. Uh, so a lot of, uh, it's all about, you know, being predictable in, in, in industry uh, because that's what saves time and money. Right. There is a delicate balance in everything and reliability and speed are a fight because the more, the closer you push the line, the more failures and mishaps you can have. And so one of the things I'm in discussion with the sprint ray engineering team all the time, I've got to be faster, faster, faster. Say, well, hold up a second here. Reliability matters. Ease of use matters. And it's funny, us as the, you know, we're a little bit the geekier, harder pushing dentists. We want everything fast, fast, fast. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to kind of step back and say, Dr. Smith in Peoria, Illinois, yeah. needs something that is as reliable and predictable as their microwave. 100%. And you know, that's something I think they understand even better than we do because they get the tech support calls. 100%. Yes. I mean, we were talking about even in some of the education that all of us are involved in is predictable protocols, you know, whether it be in surgery, whether it be in prosthetics, whether it be in any type of service we deliver to our patients and same thing with our manufacturers. And so, you know, it's good that there's a group like this that's pushing these guys to really push the limits, but they have to sort of balance, as you mentioned, it is a delicate balance on speed or, or predictability. And, you know, dentists, the average dentist that's practicing wants to have that predictability and, and, and the reliance. So, I mean, these types of same day workflows are great, but probably a lot of dentists should probably print this and, and take a look at it and, 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 and have a, a, the patient scheduled a week later, initially for the first maybe 10, 15, 20 cases that they do. Instead of putting their team under this intense stress that we have to deliver this in an hour, you know, and the next patient's booked in the chair, you know, we, we don't want doctors to be facing those types of challenges initially, you know. Agree. Yeah. See all these challenges. This is another thing where, you know, we had really big bus here with all these, these dirty doctors that are here. It's another thing that I was talking about. You guys imagine how much time we're spending just investing here? Like we're here for these two, three days and then we're always learning about these things, but that's, will you teach a course on digital dentistry? Same with same with us. And then, but if you think about it, look how much time we've invested and developed and tested all these things. So when we teach these courses, doctors can like know it's been validated and tested. We're showing them what works so they don't have to spend the time on it. But when we sit back and laugh, it's like it's a lot of time from our families. We're traveling, not working. It's, it's kind of laughable. Right? We're, we're joking about it this morning. It was like at the end of the day, we love what we do. And like we're kind of geeky and that kind of gets us up. Yeah. The, the first night, what are we doing? We're talking, we're, Think how dorky this is. We're at the bar. We're debating over resins and the properties of it and having definitive <laughs> restorations till midnight. We were the last ones there. And I looked around. I just, I was going up to my room. I was like, we're freaking, freaking dorks. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know. Uh, so, but, so real quick. So 3D, let's get back to 3D implant. What, what do you guys do? How did you guys come together and find each other? to start this 3D Implant Institute? Well, the story is I met Oman at a, uh, in Costa Rica yeah. on a sea trip, and I've met Mike uh, on Facebook, and we met at, in Vegas on a, another sea event. 
Uh, we're all part of AACA, uh, American Academy of Clear Aligners. We're on the board. And Mike uh, saved me from making many milling mistakes. Uh, let's uh, put it that way. Um, I was going to buy a mill that I shouldn't have bought. And, uh, and well, the friendship just evolved from that point onwards. And I met the, you know, him, Costa Rica. Uh, and then we were all preparing for, for uh, uh, he moved from Toronto, uh, Montreal, uh, Vancouver to to San Jose. And he goes, what do I do next? I said, well, you know, you need to go learn implants. Uh, and then he learned implants. And then uh, we were preparing for our uh, American Board of World Implantology uh, exam certifications and uh, COVID hit. And we were all shut down, like you said. And then we had this preparation going, and we didn't know what to do with it. So Aman goes, I heard Teek, let's do webinars for, for people. And we just put it out and no charge, let, let them just enjoy. Yeah. So we started, we created a webinar. And uh, uh, little by little, uh, by the, before we realized what's happening, yeah. we, we started having demands for, for a hands-on course. And that's the way... This came about, and then uh, Mike came aboard as as a specialist of the specialists, as you know. Um, he brings his uh, brains on the bronze, as you say. Yeah, uh, but it's it's uh, it's been a journey, right, That's gentlemen? Right. And, I, and I think the neat thing is that we bring different elements to the to the table. I don't have a mill, you know, and I don't want to have a mill. And I talk about getting a mill. And I talk to Mike and I talk to Hardik, and they go, "You don't want one. You don't want to have the pressure points of having those things in your practice." And they're they 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 they're right. They're they're you know I don't have the time to invest and in, and to learn through the ins and outs of it. And so we find the three of us can bring relatable services into our into our big doctors that we work with because we bring different things and, and strengths to our team, and that works out well. So yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for coming on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always wonderful to have a chat with you guys. Hopefully, we get to do this again soon. Thanks yeah. again. Sure. Thanks for sharing this. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that was a short but sweet session. Don't you just love the chemistry between those guys? They just kind of riff off each other, just like the great rock bands did. And did you catch all six of them in my intro? Not too late to rewind back and listen. Our next guests are Paul Zhivago, yes, that's Dr. Zhivago, and Grace Kim, two prosthodontists who are revolutionizing dentistry from an artistic point of view. Join me and my partner, Stephen Chow, on episode three of the Dennis Friends podcast. A big thanks to our guests, Mike Tran, Amon Pular, and Hartik Patel, the 3T Implant Institute. On behalf of my co-host, Stephen Chow, this is Boo Lee signing off. Thank you for listening, and until next time, take care. Take care.